Hear Gritch, and hello. Guess what? I'm awake at this unholy hour on the 22nd of July, 2020. <sighs> I'll leave it up to you at what time it is, but let me just say that it is still dark outside in Ireland during the peak of summertime. <coughs> you can call it what you want, but as we are a family-friendly podcast, sad will be adequate. <sighs> as usual, with the disclaimer, the opinions here are my own, and relying on any information from this podcast is at your own risk. On July 16, the Court of Justice of the European Union had invalidated the EU-US data privacy shield. Depending on your perspective, you are either happy or dismayed with this ruling. Just a bit of history. Prior to the General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR, there was the Data Protection Directive that became binding or came into force in 1995. As it was a directive, it meant each country in the European Union had to define its own regulation or law that met the directive. This resulted in slight variations for each country's regulation. The Data Protection Directive basically stated that companies operating in the European Union are not permitted to send personal data to third countries outside of the European Economic Area unless they actually guarantee adequate levels of protection, or the data subject agrees to a transfer, or if there are binding corporate rules or standard contractual clauses or SECs. Remember the term SECs, as they will be important later. There are two levels to the SECs, organizational and country. At the organizational level, a multinational organization with an authorized SEC is able to prove that its internal controls and personal data are considered to offer a protection equal to the European Union. At the country level, a country must have laws that are considered to offer protection equal to the European Union. So the safe harbor principles were developed between the US, EU, and Swiss authorities so that companies are able to comply with the privacy laws protecting the European Union and Swiss residents. Safe Harbor developed seven principles, including notice, which means that individuals must be informed that their data is being collected and how it will be used. Access, which means that individuals must be able to access information held about them and correct or delete it if it is inaccurate. The other principles include choice, onward transfer, security, data integrity, and enforcement. An example of how the principle of access is used is when I call a service center, and because the pitch of my voice became high, let us say my gender got recorded that I was a female. When I called the service center back, I was called Miss Neil. <laughs> because the information was incorrect, I would then request information about myself, and if I find that it is incorrect, have it corrected accordingly. On July 2000, the European Commission decided that U.S. companies complying with the safe harbor principles and registering their certification that they met the EU requirements were allowed to transfer personal data from the EU to the US. Of course, a lot of multinational companies certified against safe harbor. But on October 6, 2015, the Court of Justice of the European Union cleared that the European Commission's US safe harbor decision is invalid. This was after Austrian privacy activist Max Schrems made a complaint the reason it became invalid was because of U.S. laws that allow public authorities to have access on a general basis to the content of electronic communications, 
thereby compromising the right to respect for private life. I believe this was part in due to the Patriot Act, which expanded the authority to monitor electronic communications like phone and email. Effectively, it means your information may inadvertently be monitored in the process. At the time it became invalid, I believe there were just under 5,450 companies in the EU-US safe harbor list. So you can just imagine the scrambling people had to do to find a path forward to something similar to the safe harbor that would actually allow US companies to certify against. So on February 2, 2016, the EU-US Privacy Shield was agreed upon that provided stronger obligations on US companies to protect the personal data of European residents and stronger monitoring and enforcement by US authorities, including increased cooperation with the European Data Protection Authorities. The new arrangement stated if US public authorities will access personal data transferred, it will be subject to clear conditions, limitations, and oversight, thereby preventing generalized access. There is also an ombudsperson that you can raise any inquiry or complaint. So fast forward to today. On July 16, the EU-US Privacy Shield has been deemed invalid. Similar to the safe harbor invalidation, this was brought about by a complaint from Max Schrems. So it seems that even the additional protections offered in the Privacy Shield, it's still not enough against the US surveillance laws. So what does it mean for you? For now, it is probably business as usual. The ruling will not halt all data transfers between the US and the EU, as the court still upheld the use of SECs, or standard contractual clauses, that I mentioned earlier. It means that those with SECs will continue to be able to do the data transfers. For those interested in which companies have registered with the Privacy Shield framework, you can take a look at the link provided in the description of this podcast edition. And what about the Brexiteers? EU law is still valid in the UK until the end of December 2020. After that time, unless there is agreement in this area, the UK could face the same issue as the US in terms of proving that they have adequate protections on EU residents' personal data. I haven't really heard a peep on this, but on the UK's Information Commissioner's Office, or ICO website, there will be a UK version of the GDPR, meaning that the provisions of GDPR will be incorporated directly into UK law to sit alongside the UK Data Protection Act of 2018. However, I don't know where this UK GDPR is right now. That's it for today. This is not a daily podcast, but I will try to find a more consistent schedule that is probably twice a week. Which days those are, I haven't decided yet. As always, references I used are in the description. Slán Take care and